Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Cast for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Oh, I about to go stupid again. She out the roof of the bitch. Welcome back, episode 17. This episode is brought to you and fueled by Vodka Soda and get amongst their latest products at all good bottles, changing the game. We're on the gingers once again. So, you know, gingeries. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, good. Let's crack them, mate. They're so nice, we hit them twice. <laughs> Cheers, lads. That's why I'm engaged Cheers, to one. <laughs> well, they, go your brother. they go harder, mate. <laughs> ah, sweet. Go and follow us on Instagram at Alpha Blokes Podcast. Same on Facey. Like, follow, subscribe on whatever uh, platform you listen on, too. Righto, boys. We're going to get into the Vlando today, as we always do. Just to keep Have a little shot to warm the old core temp up. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good on you. Woo! Righto. Alpha Phoenix. Yeah, Alpha 15 a checkout for that one. Yeah, 15, 15 bucks off if you On their website, get around that. Righto. Intro to today's guest, Taryn Shergwin. How you been, brother? Yeah, good, man. Yourself? Yeah, good, mate. We've been good. Uh, coming fresh off the PBR finals in Townsville, mate. What was that like to be a part of? Yeah, no, it was good. Eh? It, was a, it was a good experience. So something else that um, the atmosphere up there was unreal. I eh? had the Townsville Ent- Entertainment Centre. So yeah, it was bloody. It was awesome. Yeah, that's prime. Did you how'd you go anyway? Like, did you ride some balls? Yeah, I got one road there, um, and then bucked off um, a couple. So yeah, it wasn't too bad. Won, won a little bit of money, which made it made it worthwhile. Yeah, mate, it's pretty good being at a big event like that, and at least sticking one. Like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, that's all I wanted to do was go up there and at least get one covered, but I would have liked to have got more covered, so there was one bull up there that I rode 
earlier in the year that bucked me off, so he got one up on me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that a thing where like if one does get one up on you, you'll try and target that bull to try and get one back? Or oh, hundred percent. Like you know, I'm I'm one. He's one now. You know. Yeah. Let's, let's go round three. That's sick. And do they do they follow the same events around? Like are the same sort of bulls are at at those events? You reckon? Oh no, nah, there's different different ones at different events. So you got a heap of contractors which are allocated to different events. You know, you got yep. you got six six contractors taking their best bulls to one event. Not next event, you know, they got another six contractors taking their best bulls to that at that event. So, that's six. I mix yeah. it up a fair bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome, mate. Good stuff. Mate, going back to where it all began, well, how'd you first get into the sport? Oh, as a young fella, but it's something that I've always just grown up around, so yep. everyone, everyone's just like all, all marshy and Jamal and all that were around it, all my cousins and that, and yep. it was just something that we'd done on a, on a weekend, mm. you know? Go yeah, ahead. that's awesome. Yeah, did you, um, so your old man, like your old man had, has always had a fair bit to do with bulls, hadn't he? Yeah. Like, like breeding bulls and supplying them to rodeos and that? Yeah, 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 forever. So, um, yeah, before I was around and that, so I kind of got raised up around it. So it's In the veins, thing. mate. In the veins, yeah, something that, that, you know, that's like the only thing I know, so. Is he the OG for the Clippy Rodeo, like supplying bulls to them? Yeah, 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 he, he donates them to him every year, so, um. How long's he been on that for? Is that like, oh, is he like the original? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah found yeah, it, yeah, yep. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, so. No, that's years. unreal. Mm. That's unreal, mate. So what? So you you would have had some pretty good times as a young fella travelling around rodeoing through Oz. Well, you got any memories that stick out to you? You reckon? Or like first time you stuck one for eight at a live event, or what? What sticks out to you? Yeah, um, probably my main one was first open bull I rode. I got one rode and won the event up up at Rocky. I was eighty seven and a half, and then I went to another event the next day, and then I ended up winning that bull ride too. So yeah, so as soon as I got that. You know, monkey off the shoulder. She was, she was all go ahead from there on. Yeah, that's unreal, mate. And like, a lot of the partying and that sticks out afterwards, or what? Yeah, <laughs> as, as a young fella, you know, yeah, we we run a muck, you know, yeah, that's, oh, that's, what, sure. that's what we done, you know, we we rode bulls and then got wild at the end and so forth, yeah, mate. So. yeah, that's unreal, man. Mate, um, decided to make the move to Canada. What what inspired that? Like, is it something you always wanted to do or is it something that just the opportunity arose and you just jumped at it? No, well, bloody... When I, when I, was, a, when I was a teenager, you know, you know that's, that's every bull rider's goal is get over there. You know, that, that's where it happens. That's where, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where it is. That's, that's, that's bull riding over there. So I yeah. always said as soon as I hit 18, you know, I want to be riding good enough that I can, you know, go over there. And then, um, then when that time come, I, I, said, I said to mum... Yeah, I said to mum and um, I said, oh, you know, I'm going to go to Canada. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, you're not going to fucking go to Canada. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, I am. She goes, you know, everyone says, oh, no one does, right, and whatnot. So yeah. I went in, got a passport and booked a plane ticket and come back in, slapped on the table as I'm going to Canada. She goes, she goes, you're not really. I said, like, yeah, no, I'm heading yeah. over. I head off in a month's time. So yeah. What year did you end up heading over? 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you did early, early run. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's probably. What, did you come out of school, what, do a bit of labouring for your old boy, or had oh. that all come about before you went to Canada? Save up and all that. Yeah, I left school when I was 16. Yep. Then, yeah, went working for dad, and so I went down south, driving tractors, come back up, um, cutting steel for a bit, and then went working over the island. So when I was over the island, they're on that good coin. That's right, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, as much as the good coin was, no one liked working over there. So uh, yeah. that's right. when my bank was up, I just said, hey, I'm out, let's, let's go. Fucking so, nice. That, that would have been a little a... ticket for a few blokes, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that would have been a perfect like, little top-up ready to fuck off. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking awesome, man. And um, 
like traveling and living in Canada, like the Canadian PBR, like the differences you found between the countries and bull riding, like what was it like over there you found? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a lot bigger stage over there, you know, like it's it's just it's, there's more money, there's better bulls, more bulls, like it's just it's just kind of a cowboy lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah, going over there, you know, I was I was doing BRCs, which is um, just a Bull Riders Canada deal and, and PBRs and... Um, the first first year I was over there, I made made quite a bit of money in that, so I was just living off that and didn't really have to spend too much money. Um, but I spent a lot on partying, that will party, yeah, 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 we'll party and every 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 night basically yeah. between between partying, going to colleges to get on practice balls, and then partying there afterwards. And then you know I was kicking around with a few boys that would just throw balls professionally too. So yeah. you know they would just wake up in the morning, get a box of beer, you know where we're we going today. <laughs> so never never had no you know responsibilities. Mate, that's unreal. And that, that sort of dives into a bit like the travelling cowboy and, you know, what draws you to that lifestyle? You know, like she's the no debt, no home loan, chasing radios around the country and the world, partying, girls, memories. Like, yeah. Is that like it would have been pretty good? Or well, it still is or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit, a bit older now, so you're wearing down a bit. But back, yeah, no, back back in them days over there, you know, like they, that was it was just unreal. Like, you oh, know, it would have been. But just kicking, especially all them boys that – that you know, kicked around with, and that 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 I met over there, and and that you know made long time mates, which is which yeah. is something else, you know. Yeah, for sure. How'd you actually like when you when you first went there? Who'd you know to get a start with someone or get into the rodeos? You know, because I'm sure you just wouldn't fly in, stroll up to the fucking register, and go, oh, "I'm here to ride bulls." No, I was I was just going to wing it and go over by myself, just get a car and that. But um, there was a, there was a guy Tanner Suter that was that was over here and um. And I was yarning to a mate down, we're down at a bull ride down in Brizzy, and um, he said, he, I was telling him, yeah, I'm heading over. He's like, yeah, oh, sweet, I'll head over too. So he got hold of Tanner, and um, Tanner put us up, picked us, picked us up from the airport. So we entered, we entered a few shows before we left, and um, we didn't know how we were going to get there, but we're just winging it. Yeah. So um, his old man um, knew a fellow was heading there. It was, it was bull ride down in um, British Columbia. Yep. So um, it was about 12 hours away. And... Um, yeah, he picked us up from the servo, drove us down there and in this old Cadillac and yeah. <laughs> so that was the first experience which was prime and um and then yeah, went down there, done a few shows down there and then we just started kicking around with this guy, um, Brian Hervey for a bit and um Shay Marks met them along at some practice pens that we got you know, they sent us to and that, they said, Yeah, go here so you know, yep. so we went, met these guys and then started travelling with them and then, you know, she all went from there. That's sweet. Where did you just... originally fly into? Edmonton? Like where are we talking like yeah. oh Alberta, that's Alberta, but where in B C did you first now, sort of like I start flew, off? Yeah, I flew straight into Edmonton. Yep, yep. And then uh then my mate picked us up. He just lived um out of Leduc there, so about an hour and a half. So he picked us up from there and then yep. um that's where we'll base that for the first first year that we were there was was Leduc. Yeah. What's the what's the um like the differences between the Australian rodeos and the Canadian? Like like you said there's more money in the Canadian and stuff like that. Was there fucking more or less stinks? Like because I found like recently I think it's slowed up in Australia since the old they've cracked down on fighting and stuff like that. But once back in the day, bruss, you nearly rocked she's up with last, gloves. She's the <laughs> last. Like, she's the last bloke you could punch on without a camera on you. Yeah, yeah like it seemed like that was a big thing. Not that that's you, what you're about, like she, nah, from nah. riding bulls, but like no, nah, like we're, so we're talking about just being in the pig pen, you know? Like, <laughs> like what were the differences like over there? You know, it was a bit more chilled out. You reckon? Yeah, no, nah, they'll they'll chilled out a lot more. Yeah. 
yeah. like when we went over there, we'd go over there and we'd get we'd get to drink and get to party and get to fight, and they're like, "Fuck you, Aussies are mad," you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's That's... just like this is what we do, you know? Something like yeah, yeah. There's one event there we're at, and um, and this dude, this big dude, come rolling through and barged into all of us and spilled our drinks. So me and this other Aussie fella, Johnno, we're just like, well, "Fuck this motherfucker," you know? So we roll out, <laughs> introduce yeah. him to the yabby yeah, pump. So we... <laughs> 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 We rolled outside and uh, pumped these guys and <laughs> got dragged out by security and yeah, these yeah. other Canadians there. It's like, fuck you guys. Was, yeah, uh, yeah that's what we found the still yeah. a similar thing over there, man, where a lot of them were really keen on lipping up, but it wasn't a thing where you'd, you'd punch on. And coming from here, it's like, oh, the punch will be punched. Yeah. Is the sort of mindset, you know? Yeah, but, but then when we got down to the cities and that, like, um, yeah, them, them city dudes, they, they pumped the shit out of us. <laughs> yeah, well, and that, that was pretty loose too, getting more into the cities over there was guns and shit yeah, started to get. And, that, and yeah. that's over here, that freaks you out because here you're just like, right, oh, let's go. If someone yeah. pulled a knife, you go, what the fuck's going on yeah, here? Yeah, no, they're not afraid over there. No, nah, it's so. loose, eh? Hey? Yeah. I think we should, well, yeah, we'll backtrack to like mutual friends. We went to a rodeo when we come over, so we obviously – Dyson Lane, we stayed with Herb in yeah, two, two hills, hills yeah. two hills, and the old Mennonites, and they're going, what's a Mennonite? It's like an Amish bloke. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, fucking, um, if yeah. you want to, old mate will hire you, you can fuck his missus, uh, uh, sorry, daughters, and then just fuck off. That's to keep a bit of a different breed in the lot. Yeah, 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 weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like come in, just... you can impregnate my daughters, but you got to fuck off afterwards. Yeah, they want the they want the blonde hair and blue eyes. Is what they change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rock up with a wig and contacts. <laughs> but that was oh, yeah, what a like, deal. That, yeah, that was a how weird. Like, is it that was like? good to experience that like side of the world and that. And then we ventured out to Red Deer, and we're thinking we just come from Cloppy Rodeo, not even <laughs> ten days beforehand. Yeah, we're yeah. punching on there for some dumb reason. I had blonde hair then. It was a bit of blonde a hair, yeah. blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, men are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. ten days before, and we're at Clybury Rodeo. Ten days forward, we're at Red Deer. Yeah, so yeah. we, yeah, it was a rodeo there. Lane was, and Days took us to it, and it was yeah. just a grandstand. Yeah, it was good, weird. good like good bull riding, but there, there was any, no party, and we were sort of no like, pen, oh, hey. there was no, there was no pig pen involved with it. Like you know how here, there's the big area, yeah, yeah, the yeah, pig yeah, pen yeah. over there. It was like a stand set up. And you all sat in the stands, but then they had. Uh, have you been to Red Deer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. had the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that that was the after party there, oh, bro. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, already already told the story on second episode, I think we did. But yeah, this dude who runs the road, you probably met the bloke. This bloke who runs the rodeo schools over there. I'm not sure. Poor Red his, Deer. Not sure what his name was, but yeah. It's, yeah, you're a grub. Anyway, bump, bumped <laughs> yeah, into camo, and they ended up just absolutely yabby pumping this bloke. But he asked me to knock his hat off, and I just fucking sent him. <laughs> and Dave's alone to come and going, he actually runs the rodeos for Red Deer. And I'm going, well, and Tommy's just pumped him. He shouldn't have asked me to knock his fucking hat off. Yeah, no, but, well, um, they did tell me that the boys are. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> but yeah. what we're trying to, I think what I'm trying to get at is, like, is there rodeos like Calliope, how you have a fun, have a dance, have a blue or... Have a laugh because Red Deer did not produce that for us till we got to yeah, the club. Different vibe, wasn't it? Yeah, no, there's, there's not really them. They're more. They're serious. Yeah. Like, You're a grandstand supporter yeah. for the riding. Yeah, yeah. There's not really too much 
Like, they don't like to really get too wild. Like, no, you know, yeah, yeah. Over here, you'll get people fucking getting their pants down to their ankles. Yeah, Eagle, yeah. Eagle Rock drops about 20. Russell Coyton the shit out of the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> but over there, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're more, you know, you want to you dance, there's no bumping and grinding and slut dropping. It's, you know, well, you take you That's take what girl, started you know, the stink, the two-step, right. bro. <laughs> Did you get into that? You learned that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see you that. Learned, yeah, you could two-step. <laughs> we had about yeah. 10 seconds to learn it, and we just didn't. That's what happened. Like, oh. it was like the D floor. And it's like, yeah, the two step. What the fuck's that? And we're just cutting shapes. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. We started dancing by ourselves, yeah, yeah. and they're going, "What are these cunts doing?" Oh, mate, took offence. It's like, get off my D floor, fucking deuce deuce. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, oh mate, like with those ups though, living like the traveling cowboy and that, there must be some downs. Like some of the tough things that went about living that lifestyle. Can you any any sort of tough tough times you had over there? Yeah, there was there was some point times where um. I was living with a guy, Shane Marks. Um, he's one of my really, really close mates, yeah. long family. Um, so we both would, on a down, we weren't riding any bulls and we're broke as fuck. Like, yeah. We weren't making any money. So we are living off, like, you know, when you make spaghetti bog, you get them hard passes, you boil them bastards up, yep. whack a bit of ketchup on that and some salt, and that's what we're living off for about a week. True. Yeah, yeah we, we had no funds. And dubs, though. No, nah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Run the darts. Couple of small sticks. We could always find a bit of change for a box of beer in the morning too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, Priorities. We're, we're living off that for about oh, a week. Like Fuck it was me, brutal. But... And then as soon as one of us would ride a bull, straight to straight to a steakhouse, got the top shelf steak. Oh, yeah, was awesome. like, That's unreal, mate. Yeah, it would it would have been tough because that was that your only income for one stage there? Like just whatever you want at the rodeos? Yeah, basically um, the whole, um, you know, first – well, the first year that I was over there, I, I didn't work at all. Like, that was, Fuck, that's, that was it, you know. Did you sick. have your working visa then nah. before you went over? Oh, you just went over nah. as a holiday visa? Nah, so I come back for Christmas and yep. then I got a working visa because they, they don't um, allow your health over there without it. That's so, right. Yeah, that's so right. So I got, I got the two-year working visa, just which allowed me Alberta Health. So whenever I got messed up, you know, that, that covered me. So I was sweet. Nice. Did the, uh, did the girls dig the accent straight off the bat or what? Into those uh, rural areas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, good to, that's good to hear because they, they didn't in Whistler. Let's <laughs> call that place Australia. Yeah, that was the second Gladstone, that joint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, that's unreal. What about, mate, did the, did the bulls buck different in Canada or America compared to Australia? Yeah, at, at the time, they were, they were all different, so... The Australian bulls were different to the, the Canadian and, and the American. Yeah. Um, but the American bulls were more similar to um, the Australian. That's what I found. But but now with what um, what the guys are doing over here now, like they're they're, they're bringing in um, semen and and eggs, and they're doing whole yep. programs through these. So now now the Australian bulls, you know, they, they mix it with, with, the, with the world, you know, the bulls that they've got going now, they're, they're like, they're, they're top shelf. That's unreal. So they're bringing in, like, um, fertilised stuff to to simulate bulls in America and stuff like that. Yeah, so they, they can basically bring it, bring an egg out of a cow, and they call it a, um, an IVF flush, so they can they can insert that semen into that egg, yep. freeze it, bring it over here, put it into a cow, yep. and basically have a, have a beast straight out of that, wow. out of that cow. So, um... <laughs> Whereas, the, but the Canadian bulls, you know, everyone like everyone knows the Canadian bulls, like they they're big. Yeah, right. Eh? So they're they're just a bigger animal. Yeah, well, because they, they they got they got that hard winter up there, so you know they they grow big stuff to handle that winter. So you know they they're all 
they're all, you know, back size, size of the table, you know. Like yeah, they're, right. They're, they're big bulls there and they just kick and spin. Whereas the States, are, you know, they're, they're, they're a bit more like what it is here. They're little fast things, but yeah, yeah. Still, got, still got that big stuff mixed amongst them. When, it, when you talk about, like, bucking styles, like, is that what differs from the Australian Canadians also? Like, that you said the size, like the Canadian bulls are bigger. But does the way they buck, like, do they just spin around or ride up and down and that? Is it, is it a certain thing or is that just a specific animal that does that? It's just it's what the contractors look for, the guys that own them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're looking for something that, that's going to, that's gonna you know, get, that's going to be Go big rogue. and strong and that's fast. They're, they're looking for everything that, that's that's in them, you know, that's going to yep. whip us down and, and get us to the ground. So, that, you know, if, they, if there's something that's not that's – not, you know, at their standards, you know, they don't keep it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's a go, man. And are you able to study bulls and the way they buck, like similar to how a person would study a fighter ready to go into a stink? Well, a sports bet a- on a racehorse or something. Can you study it like that? Like a, like a dog or a racehorse? Like, you know, that thing's going to buck if like, you look at it. It's going to come out and turn left and, and you know, that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, a lot of, lot of bulls, you know, they they got their, their set pattern, you know. They... they that's what they do. That's their signature move, you know. So they they'll they'll there's a lot of bulls. They'll be right there to left, right there to right. I might go out a couple, throw a bit of shit in here. But then there's you get them older bulls that that get smart, and then they'll 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 buck you buck off feel. So if they feel you yep. tilt it out one side, well they're going to change it up and walk yeah, right to the right because they know where you're at and they know what they're doing. So they're gonna they're gonna make you pay for it. So yeah, yeah, you get, nice. You get them. There's some bulls that will switch it up every time. It, it's all under their mindset, you know. Yeah, that's the guy. Mate, is, like, yeah, yeah. No, this is probably all off guard or anything, but like, can you bet on a like you riding a bull? Is is that a thing on sports bet or something? Okay, like, no, I thought I remember Camo <laughs> saying the other day. He goes, Taron said, oh, "I'm going to ride this bastard. Get on me." He did, and he won the other on, day. Is that on sports bet? Is that like a local thing? Yeah, like, it's how's on, that go? It's on Neds and Ladbrokes. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Neds are Neds are a major sponsor so where, of the PBR. PBR. Okay, so. Mm. Yeah, no, no, lo- no local nah. event. There's no local. Like, it's just PBR. Yeah, straight, straight PBR. Yeah. Straight PBR. Wouldn't yeah. mind that same. Uh, Fuck. Heads up, Taz. Next time. You How's that? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How, what's your odds like for foot between a bull and a fucking bloke? Well, like, they, yeah, they they run a difference. So they they got they get that some some they'll have the bull over the guy. Some they'll have the guy over the bull. Some they'll have you know. Um, Oh, that's all. Awesome. Oh, I'm keen to get around that because I didn't even know it was a thing. That's oh, right. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah. I didn't know either till Camo said, "Yeah, Taron reckon I'm going to ride this bastard. Get on me." And he goes, "I chuck twenty on. Should have put more. He fucking stuck him." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I've lost him a bit of money too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think going back, um, well, I'll just touch on this now. Like, I think I met you when I was fucking thirteen, fourteen. Mm. It was the practice ball ride. Thought I'd be able to do the old radio game or whatever. Rocked up from I think it was Limestone Club and got a glove. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored big, by big, Limestone. Big, yeah, big carry on. Fifty five bucks for the glove. Rocked up with the bullseye bag. Hundred ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> thought, <laughs> thought I was a big radio. Anyway, anyway, we fucking. Carry yeah. on, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Carry on, Cameron. She's all about it. Coming out of the the digger's arms, shoot. <laughs> it lasted four seconds, but they had to get the thing going. It was that placid. They had to put the prod into it again just to get into bucket. But um, oh, what I was trying to get at is uh, yeah, rest, yeah, rest in peace. I've talked to you about this before, but yeah, rest in peace, Billy Ward. But, 
he was there that day fucking giving it a go the same day and he fucking, that gymnastics fucking upper body strength, he lasted the eight, climbed the guard rail and said, what do you got next? He had the gift of the guard that that gymnastics, it worked well for him. Yeah, no, you definitely got to be. You, you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, was his he first was, time he rode a bull. He was fit as a fizzle. Yeah. Like he was. I still remember he used to hide stuff in his af- afro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the night owl. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking legend. Nah, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. it. Yeah. Nah. Just stuck like shit in that, the yeah. Oh, mate. Just, yeah, that upper body strength and going, just a natural bit of talent he had as did a you, sportsman. Did you find, Taryn, that like growing up, getting on him from the start and sort of thing, like you've had to build your way up and really. Practice, 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 and and get better instead of like some of these blokes who fucking like Billy's jump on like a tick. Yeah, no, I, I never had the natural talent, that's for sure. So yeah, and you know, I'm I'm not into you know working out or whatever, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it was something that I just had to keep getting on them and keep working. You know, yep. I'm I'm far from you know the most talentless guy, but you know, something that's just that you know I've grown up with. Something that I something that I always knew that that I wanted, yep. you know, and I wanted to pursue that. You Stick know, to it. Yeah, so I knew if I, you know, if you push hard enough, you know, you can get there. So well, mate, something. that's that's unreal. Even like we said, start of the show, like just competing in the PBR finals, you're not a you're not a shit heap if you're doing that. So that's pretty good. That's a pretty good achievement, man. To you know, give yourself a bit of a pat on the back to do that. Um, that that's one thing I wanted to touch on, like practicing, man. Like, it, is it just on balls, like practice balls, or do you get in on the um, mechanical ball and, and stuff like that? Yeah, you got a ground drum that you practice on. Um, I, f- I found always just asking a question to someone that that knows their stuff. You know, when yeah. you get when you're getting on just practice balls, you know where did I go wrong? Looking back through videos, what looking at photos, cause it all comes back to mechanics. You know, you you do one thing wrong out of out of the basics, stub your toe. You know, it's it's all going south from there. Yeah, you're fighting to get back. So I always found just asking a question and then learning it, drumming in your mind. Where you went wrong, how you going to fix it and fix it? Yep. So that's that's yeah. But getting on practice balls, I, I found was was the best thing. Getting that finding that scent, like that center balance and yeah, so forth. So. Oh, that's the go. You used to have a fair few practice rides at your old boys' place and that too, eh? Yeah, yeah. We, I, was, I was I was pretty lucky. So I had practice balls basically everywhere between there and Uncle Clay's, another yep. fella that's just living out your Bobo up at Rocky. You know, we'd go, we'd go practice pens all the time. That's we'd good, eh? It was all around us. Been able to mix it up and that a fair bit too. Yeah, yeah, different balls, different different atmosphere. Yeah, that's, that's You get awesome. up to the Western for a practice ride on the Wednesday or the or the Friday? Rocky. Yeah, we used to always scoot up there quickly, eh, and get on a couple and scoot back. That's yeah. sick. We used to send fucking just units in from TAFE that never been on one for a piss-up. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> get him yeah, get in that Brussels shit You piss all night And he'd come out Holding on with both hands Just tucking the chin up <laughs> Get him fired up Before uni night <laughs> On this little rat That had just flick him Out the side <laughs> Hey mate That was hilarious <laughs> Mate Is the States Like America The the pinnacle of bull riding Like best of the best Yeah this, this, The States Like that's it Like yeah, that's, that's, they've got it now, have they? That, that's where it's at. You know, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, like there's JB no Mooney and, and stuff like that. Yeah, he's he's a freak. You know, he's most people's idols. You know, he's yeah. one of my idols. That guy, like, you yeah. Know, but that you go, you go down the states. It don't matter where you drive. When you're going through, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, and that wherever you drive, there's buck and bulls left. Yeah, that's the road, that's crazy, right yeah. Of the road. You know, like it's just you go. You can go to bull run events every night of the week. That monster energy is it. Massive in America or like in the PBR or like that sponsor? How's that go? 
Yeah, so um, so yeah, Monster's been a, been a big sponsor for a few years now. Same with um, same with the UFC. You know, they yep. they're getting around around all that. So you know, they got they got their guys. Um, I guess Monster Energy is just a, it's it's a big um, it's a big thing all all around the world. You know, everyone everyone's on that. It's everywhere. Um, so yeah, they they've been a big part of it for oh, for many years now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mate, like no. going on with the states, like, is there any good Aussie riders who are up and coming that we should keep an eye out for? Like, I think it's Aaron. Is it Clyer? Yeah, Aaron yeah. Clyer. Just just won four straight Aussie titles, man. Yeah. Do you know him very well, or is he going over to give it a crack in the states? Yeah, I know Aaron pretty good. Um, he's yeah, he he's 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 unreal. That, that guy's got that that much talent, and um, he's been over there before. He he made um he he made the, the top elite level there is. Yep. Um. He, he's 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 going to be heading back there soon, as far as I'm aware. Um, but yeah, he's 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 going to be he's going to be one of the best to ever come out of Australia. Like he's he's unreal and such a humble guy, you know. Oh, yeah, that's he, awesome. Yeah, he, he's yeah he's a freak at, freak at it. So yeah, but I think he made world finals there a couple of years ago. But um, yeah, yep. he's he's one guy. But there's a few other guys. Um, Macaulay Leather, like he's he's a young fellow. He's actually from he's Kauai, a lo- the local, yeah, local, local, local. Yeah, Shout crazy. out to him, mate. He Good just stuff. won Rookie of the Year and. Um, ended up, uh, I think he might end up third or fourth in the standings. But um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's good. someone. There's a few other guys. Quinn Anderson from Mackay. He's, he's he just hit 18 not long ago. He, he's yeah. got a, he's got a heap of talent. But there's 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 some some big talent that's coming up out of the ranks that you know that's gonna that's gonna rock the world. So oh, that's awesome, eh? Yeah, that's, uh, that's exciting, man. Have you got any any aspirations to? To maybe one day get over there and get amongst it, or, or give it a go, or are you just you're just rolling with the punches and seeing how it goes? Yeah, just 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 rolling and see how it goes with all this all this stuff that's going on in the world right oh, now. It's you know, it's, making, loose, it's it? making it it's making it hard. You know, it's, it's interesting time to be alive. But Cutting into your prime time, but in there, but <laughs> now I don't know. I well, think I think I'll I'll probably go back to you know just catch up with some mates and that maybe do a little bit, but nothing like what I've done over like go over there for them long stints. Yeah, yeah. You first transitioned into Canada. Did you? Where was the movement to go to America? Well, I didn't know you actually went to America. Yeah, did you do some. I think you, you did some work with a fellow, didn't you? That supplied bulls and that. Too. Yeah, so I worked with. I uh, was living with a guy um, over there, and Josh Burks. He got me onto the place. He's he's one of the um, one of the better bull riders to ever come out of this country too. Um, yeah. Yep. He um yeah they he get me up come down there in, in Canada. He was just he was just out of Edmonton about an hour and a half too, and um. Yeah, this guy, he's, he's, Kyle, he's an, he was an entrepreneur. He, he had, um, he had, um, a few companies on the go and he, he raised buck and bulls and contracted bulls and that. So I started just kicking around with him, feeding bulls and that place to stay and, yep. and hauling around. Um, I'd haul some cows for him and that and so forth. And then, um, the last stint where I come home, I just got back to Canada and he called me up. I think the first day I landed there, and he goes, he goes, oh, what are you up to? You know, you want to come down to Texas? And I said, yeah. oh, yes, sweet. He goes, oh, I'll book your plane ticket. I was like, yeah, prime, you know. So I said, just give me a week, you know, I'll just catch up with some people and whatnot, and we'll head down. So so he booked me a plane ticket for a week later, and I headed down there, and um, he was living just out of um, Dallas-Fort Worth on a place there. Um, so, yeah, kicked around down there with him for, for a year, and, um, yeah, he, he, he helped me out a bunch with, with the whole – um, you know, Canada and America trips and that. So he was he was a big part of the journey. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Did you did you ever get to experience any of the American proper big shows? Yeah, I went to I went to a few. Um, I went to um, one in Montana, Big Sky, Montana. It, it was um, Touring Pro event of um, of the year over there. So it's a big one in Montana. It, it, it's well, the biggest Touring Pro of Montana. It was bloody awesome. Um, yeah. 
And yeah, I went to a few, mostly up, mostly up in the northern end. Um, and then when I went down, when I went down south to Texas last, I went um, pro rodeo, and so I just I got away from the PBR there for a few years, and that, and then went, uh, yeah, went pro rodeo, on and that which, which I found was a lot better for me. You know, I yeah. was kicking around with these guys. They'll they'll um, haul me to all these pro rodeos and that, and I like them bulls a lot better. And, yeah, that's the go. Like, like not knowing myself, what I'm even talking about when it comes to prize money and stuff like this in those big shows. Like, are people proper making a decent living, like the higher end blokes off oh, these yeah. bull riding events? Like oh, yeah. they're making some coin. Yeah, they're, ma- they're making they're making big coin. You know, yeah, them, them them guys that are making it at the NFR and the PBR. You know, them, they're making you know half a million a year without sure. that's without their sponsors. You know, so that's awesome mate they're, so, they're making they're making there's a lot of money in it you know it's, it's cash it, it's a it's a fastest growing sport in america right now and like, the wildest you, <laughs> you, you don't have to be a fan of it to turn that on and go holy fuck. you're gonna enjoy it no matter what you do 100 percent. but i can think of nothing less that i'd enjoy more than sticking my head through the pig pen and just watching our mate try and hold on stay over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking unreal mate it's the uh, one of my favourite events, to be honest. Did with you. you end up getting your work life, uh, work visa at all through the Canada? Or yeah, I got it through Canada, so but not through America. You just nah. hold a visa once you went to America <laughs> no, I, and just cash flow. I, I end up getting a bit of a heads up. Distraught. How, how to how to jump the board, isn't that? Yeah, so yeah, doing, yeah. We've had plenty of mates. Yeah, that. so I was doing a bit of border jumping there. So nice. too, so because part Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the go. How'd you how'd you get around that? Oh, just worked out the loopholes, eh? So um, (laughs) basically, yeah, going to Canada and going from Canada to the States and that. And um, obviously America's, you know, they're a big supporter of of rodeo and that. So heading down there, you know, they're they're pretty good with going down there, um, rodeo and so forth. So, But we had a few Border Patrols pull us up and hit us us up about the cowboy lifestyle. So rocked up there a few times with a couple black eyes and busted nose one time. (laughs) (laughs) Been sorted out a couple yeah, of one of, one of the boys fucking they they piped their head up and old mate the old border border patrol he goes so what you guys are telling me you're the cowboys and you don't fight and old mate the back pops up he goes no nah, we fight we just don't get caught <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fucking awesome how the fuck does travel insurance come into that like what do you say I'm going over to fucking make America. Or do you yeah. just not get it? Well, yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, I, I never got it. I just thought, fuck it. It's probably, hey, you it's probably never, che- never got it. No, so I just thought it's probably cheaper if you don't get it. And, oh, you know, definitely. Take a gamble. If you don't get that's that is unreal. Here, me and Emma went snowboarding and got it, and you're <laughs> fucking jumping on the rankest animals in Canada, and you didn't. <laughs> That's unreal, mate. No, I just yeah, I think that. we paid thirteen buck, um, mate, thirteen hundred, thirteen hundred, and whatever country you went to, we're we're all covered. Yeah, I don't know. That's part but, of the old lifestyle, isn't it, bro? You just wing it, the yeah, old gypsy I, lifestyle, just just winging it. I just thought if I if I had an injury like a broken leg or something, I'd tape tape two sticks to it, get on a plane, and come back home. That'd be the cheaper option. Yeah, yeah get on. Yeah, that's right. Fucking oath and say you tripped over at the fucking park. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um. Mate, any other main differences between the two countries, like Canada and Australia, that you found, like the food or the people, or oh, what do you yeah, reckon, dude? It was, it was like, um, it was like two totally different worlds, but in the same world. You know, you, well, when I got there, just just the way that they built everything, the way they went about their mm. lifestyle, and that was just totally different to what we do here. You know, just yeah. just the the landscapes, you know, like everything was just totally different. Where I just it was just blew me out the water. Yeah. No, it, it is totally different, isn't it? Yeah. And and one thing that we notice, man, is the food. 
Oh, like as in big, the yeah. store. So we got a couple of stories, man. We, Cam and I worked at this meat deli, independent grocery store, fucking uh, Whistler, shout out. We're probably still on the books trying to chase <laughs> us. But um, I still remember the first time I was in there, man, and, and we were at the meat deli, like I said, and they brought in these um, like cuts of meat. And it, it wasn't a butcher as in the whole pig come in. They sent in like little packets shoulders of fucking and meat and shoulders, like yeah, yeah, butts and stuff like that. Anyway, so I still remember unpackaging these bastards and getting like the, the pork roasts and that, and she's no crackle. It's cut off. The skin's gone. I said to the manager, his name was Miles, I said, Miles, where's the fucking crackle, bruss? And he goes, crackle? I said, yeah, crackle. Well, the fucking best part about pork, bud. <laughs> And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, we, I don't know, that's just the way it comes. And I'm like, bud, you, I said, order some in with, with it and I'll fucking blow your mind. I'm like, they, they didn't yeah, the, even know. The Filipinos it. knew what we were on about that we had working with us as well. They, yeah, yeah. They, they were all aboard, but, um, but yeah, man, he had no idea yeah, about that, that, it and yeah. it absolutely blew me mind. I'm like, are you serious? You want to know something that blew my mind? What's that? So <laughs> you got, you got pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't eat pumpkin. As I rolled over and they squash or something, they get no. They got these big pumpkins. I was like, "Fuck, we'll roast some of them. Oh, they'll be prime. Oh, I love me pumpkin." Yeah, yeah. And they go, "You fucking eat pumpkin?" I said, "Yeah, it's fucking prime." <laughs> they go, "Fuck eating the pumpkin. All we do is carve it out for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they use it for. That's all they use it for. Fuck me, they that, eat, they mate. Honestly, there's so many things like they they didn't have shapes. They didn't have cordial. Fuckwits." Mm. Like they, they didn't, didn't have, have cordial. That was my biggest fucking. What the fuck? Like, they, they had they had Kool Aid. Who doesn't have? Who doesn't have? But Kool Aid's it's not it's not even in a comparison. No. You know what I mean? No. Shapes, come on, bruh. They didn't I'll have, tell you, what else didn't they have, man? Oh, I don't know. That that independent store we had, I think part owners or something. I tell you what, they did have that was prime. Oh, yeah. Costa Rican, Costa Rica, their pineapple. Was yeah, fucking unreal. Was it? No, yeah, can't even, <laughs> he was, he was trying, nothing, nothing, can, yeah, in comparison. I never, I never got around it. No, nah, something Costa else Rican I stole from the fucking bus. joint. But that, that's one other thing we want to share is a couple of stories. So, like, from that independent grocery store, so we had this bloke working with us called Steve. Now, uh, Steve was one fucking stubby short of a six-pack. <laughs> so I, over there, like, we're all working for $11.25 an hour, dead set, minimum wage, and you don't give a fuck when you're on that money. But dead set, man, some of these people, like this bloke Steve, he was probably mid-30s, man, and that was his job. Like, that, that's him. Well, that's his mortgage. He's paying yeah. his mortgage off with that wage. Yeah, man. And anyway, so Steve and Camo, shout out to Camo, they were offside as the seafood boys, tight as fuck <laughs> yeah. they were. And, um, <laughs> and mate, I still remember um, stitching him up on the sausage machine. So... We oh that's the other thing they didn't have is is uh, beef sausages mate it was all pork anyway moving on we um stitched old Steve-O up on the sausage machine so the sausage machine it was just like this big cylinder and it had a hydraulic plate that that pushed up and a little little cylinder at the top where you put your intestines on tight at night you know push your push your leg against the thing and it pushed the the sausage out and you could wind the speed up and down to you know to regulate how thick or thin you want your sausage and shit. Anyway, they're like, oh, we want you to teach Steve how to use a sausage machine. I said, too easy, bruss. I'd love to teach Steve. <laughs> so anyway, we fucking, we've lined it up out there. I've set it to the normal thing, made it all up, this whatever sausage it is. 
went out there and I said, here, look, brass, you just put your knee on it, push her out. I've made the, made the full length sausage, twisted her up. I said, that's how you do it, mate. Easy as fuck. And he goes, yeah, yeah, right. Oh. So anyway, while he was getting his uh, intestine out, I've cranked this motherfucker up to the fucking highest speed it'll go to. And we haven't even seen what it does before. Well, here we go. Is we good? So anyway, we got about four of us hanging around Steve watching him do this thing, mate. And it, when he's put this, when he's put his knee on this thing, it was like a brown snake that's just been hit with a fucking kettle of boiling water. <laughs> He'd just come hammering out of this thing, and he's trying to hold onto it. It's just shooting through his fucking hand, mate. <laughs> oh, Steve-o. Oh, mate, it was fucking classic, eh? He didn't know what he did wrong, but... It was hilarious, There man. was plenty was... of good times there. Oh. I got sacked and then I got rehired at that joint. <laughs> oh, On New else? Year's, I reckon. I was handing a few fucking fireball shots out of the joint. <laughs> fucking morale was a bit down on fucking New Year's, and I said, we'll fire you up before knockoff. And old mate comes flying in, the manager. He's a fuckwit. Shout out to him. I think his name was Steve as well. <laughs> Bury yourself. Miles. No, 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 Miles was our manager. Yeah. No, Steve, oh, was, the, oh, yeah, Steve yeah. was the main manager. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he come flying in, and I'm over screwing his face up. I said, don't worry, bro, you just had a blue cheese olive. She was no good, and he's fucking, we'll let him calm down, and we'll get him back out there on the fucking floor for you. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, five minutes back in, he's back in, just hammering down the fucking fireball again at 180, just tilted. Nah, you're done, you're sacked. They had no one for fucking January 1st, 2nd, or 3rd. Guess who got hired back? Kemo. <laughs> I was cutting meat for the fucking, all three of them, for, for the, the whole boys. fucking store. No other cunt was with me. <laughs> they, what do you, they said, what do you want out of it? I said, I just want to be paid on time. <laughs> oh, mate. That's it. There were some fucking funny things about that joint. Like, and, like, we were on peanuts, like we were saying to you when we were over there. And um, there was a smart, like, I figured out a foolproof system on how to take a nice cut of meat home. So they had this this sheet of butcher's paper that was hanging on the wall, and if there was any product that was damaged, out of date, um, looked shit, anything, you, you scanned it, printed the ticket out, and you put it on the butcher's paper, and then, you know, it got written off, and you were good. So I'd find a nice bit of Wagyu and say the old, um, you know, that it was damaged, Put it up there, go home, have a nice bit of Wagyu that night. I said to Larry, I said, Brass, I found a way. You know that butcher's paper? Just go, he goes, fuck that, Brass, and just axe it. And I was like, mate, like, come on. I'm, I'm She's negative 16, Brass. you got two top pockets in your jacket. You fucking wrap those cunts tight and pocket the cunts. I was like, mate, you're going to get us found out. And he's like, ah, she'll be right, Brass. We're not here that long. And I'm like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I reckon I want to knock up 700 po- bucks worth of Wagyu in the first month. Well, do you remember that, that we kept having to put the seven-star Wagyu Marble into the freezer. Yeah, yeah, for we the took top it boss. Home, for, the for the top the, boss. For the top we boss. We took it home one half and had a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I think we started counting. It was like two and a half grand it's worth of fucking Wagyu, and we cooked it up in half an hour for mate, everyone. It's the best steak I've ever eaten. She was good. She, she was, was worth a dollar then. <laughs> oh, mate, it was good. But it's uh, needless to say, we weren't there very long. Um, we we went. I went on a ski lift operator up the mountain. You didn't last that much longer, and uh, independent grocery stores seen a big increase in profits since we left. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, that was some good. That was some. Uh, Met some of the best people at that joint. Oh, so 100%. Fucking, yeah, it was hundred percent. Shout awesome. out to all of them. Yeah, yeah. Filthy Phil. 
Living yeah. over in uh, Pommy Land at the moment. Love to get him on someday. That's right. Zoom call's Scott. coming your way, big fella. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. It, yeah. Well, we can get that into was... a few more details of how you carried on over there. But yeah, that was just some of the things I like. You know, the differences with with uh, here and there. But mate, fair like you've had a, a fair run of injuries over your time bull riding. Like, what? You happy to share a few of those, man? Like, yeah, I, I've had I've. I've had a lot. Yeah, it's my my first one was um, well, first major one. It was um, I split my kidney in three places, which wow. that scarred me for life. Yeah, mm, mate. Yeah, is that, that was brutal? Is that getting um, stood on, or is that like head or? Yeah, I got stomped on. So I got I got I, there's a bit of a story. Though. I got I got stomped on. I went out the back, and it it felt like all my ribs were broken. So I went out. I went to the ambulance, and I I, I hate. I hate hospitals. Like, yeah, yeah. I hate doctors. Like, I don't. I don't like to go to them unless you know I'm hurt. And I went there and I said, you know, I said I'm I'm hurting. Like my ribs are broken. And they reckon, no, no, no. There's nothing wrong with you. You're right, guy. I said, no. I'm telling you, that's like I'm I'm hurting yeah, bad. Yeah. Like my ribs are broken. So they got they got all pissed off because they had to call another ambulance in. So I went up to the hospital and. Anyways, they done some X-rays and ultrasounds and and so forth and everything was good. And I, I was like, fuck, I'm such a pussy. Like, all you got to do, just do a piss test and you're right to go home. I was like, fuck, I'm actually the biggest fucking pussy. You were just off like, yourself because yeah. you were thinking. So, so anyways, I go to a piss test and I go piss in this, this cup. It was just blood, like mm. just pure blood. And I've just pulled up and I've gone, holy shit. Well. That ain't good. So I called him Brett. He was there with me at the time. And I said, uh, I said, there's blood, man. He goes, oh, shit. It's so the next minute I'm on, I'm on tables and stretches and shit and getting launched all through hospital. But... Between between that and you know, I've snapped ligaments, broken ribs, had two face reconstructions, tore both um, rotated cuffs in my elbows, uh, my shoulders, popped my elbow out. Um, I've had yeah, it list goes on, hell. you know. So, so with the with the kidney, what happened with that, or how did they repair that? Oh, they they didn't. They had me on standby to go to Melbourne, and um, yeah, they, they got a little thing called a catheter. Which, the I which, which I didn't know much about when I was mm. I was sixteen. So yeah, when they were this, this young, fuck. Yeah, I was sixteen. So when they told me catheter, I was like, "What the fuck's a catheter?" And then when they told me, I was like, "That's it, no way, blood clots are gonna kill me." Like, There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> take take yeah. me out, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. every you know, getting pretty serious. So I said, "They're like, well, we'll give you a baby one." And I was like, "Oh, how big's a baby one?" Like, we'll show you. And they brought it in. I was like, "No fucking way, can't. That's it. I'm dead. No." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, so they give me they give me the baby one after big because I was getting you know time was ticking. Yeah, yeah. And um, anyways, I had, the blood clots were that that too big in there that it wasn't pumping it out, so it was going to burst my arteries. Oh, so oh, so, I, so I fucked up. I should just got the adult one straight up because yeah. I had to get the double whammy. Mm-hmm. The big boy, like getting your dick fingered. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so so got that, and then I was just I was in hospital for about a week or so, and then laid up in bed for about oh, close to a month. Couldn't really move because every time I moved, you know, I just tear, just trying to heal and that. So oh. I just got to, I just got to getting out and and walking fence lines and that to keep active, so nothing mm. would stiffen up and that. But yeah, it was it was brutal. That's scarred me for life. That. So Wait, how, how long did the catheter have to stay in for? The whole time I was in hospital. Oh, so, yeah, wow. Blood clots so no through. freedom from the dick for two – how long? <laughs> a couple of weeks? Yeah, it is about – oh, it was about a, it was about a week or something. But um, right. There would have been a bit of friction coming out. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go? Yeah, no, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't good, eh? What are these later years? Are you into that now? Fucking <laughs> – <laughs> No, no. Oh. Keep it out of the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Fucking jatsaw, fucking – Mate, that would have been 
That would have been loose. Nah, fuck. Oh. Yeah, that was brutal. So what, what the, mate, there's, um, there's a ball called Dangerous mm. that I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Is that is that one of your ones that you sort of think about every now and again or what? No, he's, he's me mate now. Is he? He's <laughs> yeah, made men's with him? No, nah, I, got, I, got I got on that ball the first time in the practice pen. He about took my head off <laughs> twice and then I drew him at a rodeo and... Um, yeah, he he whipped me down and broke me face in six places. So fuck that put me that put me straight down to Brisbane into surgery and got it fixed up. And um, but there's a, there's a bit of a story behind that. Like this is I don't know if you believe in bad juju. Oh mate, I'm, I'm, a, be, I'm, I'm a big juju. I'm, man. Telling, I'm telling you, so I'm big I, juju. I had man. I had this I had this I had my cowboy hat on. I wear I wear my hat right. So had my cowboy hat on. Broke me face. Went to hospital. Got it fixed up. I give my hat to my mate, Scotty. I said, here, take this bastard. Fucking, I'm getting a new one anyways. He's had a few years running on it. Yeah. So I hadn't, I hadn't touched that hat since. So I, I about got in a fight with the doctor about three months later to give me a clearance to ride again. So he gave me a clearance. He's like, fucking anything happens to you. It didn't come from me. I was like, sweet deal. Yeah, yeah. So I was about five events in to after, the, after I had me face Rico. Anyways, I'm getting on this bull, and um, it, it, it's, it's, it always flips over backwards, so he got banned after this, after this day. Oh, yeah. Anyways, it, it flipped over backwards and smashed, smashed my hat off and tore it all up. So I get off, and I get a rewrite bull, so another bull rolls up, and um, I didn't have a cowboy out because it's been smashed up, and um, Scotty goes, here, whack this gun on your head. Oh, same hat. No. I hadn't, hadn't, put, hadn't, hadn't put it on my head since the juju hat. This is this, this is, is the juju. Hat. I hadn't put oh. it on my head since I broke my face. Fuck. Get on off. this bull, put it on my head, jerks me down, breaks the other side of my face, snaps it clean in cool. half in another three places. Really? Yeah. And then I was just like, like how is that? Like, it's two times I've worn it in three months, and both times, mate. I'm a big juju man. Like that, that's karma in that. Hell. I don't know. Oh, I pissed someone fuck. off, but yeah, it was. Yeah, was wow, what happened to that hat? Is it gone now? Nah, Scotty's still wearing it. Is he <laughs> <laughs> still wearing it? <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to convince someone to get on the bull with that hat on. Just yeah, so I want to know. Yeah, yeah. I want right. to know. You know, like how's his juju going? <laughs> well, yeah, he wears a helmet, but I want He's got to get fucking get yeah, on the yeah. bull with the hat on. If you break your face, we, like it's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, copy. I still like ju- going on from the juju. I got yeah. Shout out to Pete. No one knows his last name, but shout out to Pete. I still remember he's a big juju man, Pete. And uh, if if we're on the punt in a in a pub, and the bloke comes in with a missing arm or leg, he goes, "Ah, oh, we're fucked, bad juju." He's coming, we're gone. Like this fucking yeah, it's funny as mate. But um, yeah, no nah, ju- juju, big thing, real thing. It, it is. It is. How loose is that though? First time you put it back on, she's bang the same thing. I never touch that head again. Oh, you won't. Oh, I can't no. believe Scotty's still you. wearing it. Yeah, I'd, yeah, no, I wouldn't know. That'd be gone. That'd be burnt. Like, oh, yeah, sure, mate. That, that blew me away, that. Oh, 100%. Mate, touching on that now, like, even after those injuries, you still run the hat and no helmet. Like, is that – explain to us what, what that is. Is that like a – is that a pride thing? Is that growing up thinking I'm not wearing a helmet? Like, what, what is that? Can you explain that to us? No, it was just something. It's, it's just me. Like, you know, everyone's everyone's different. I was, I was just the guy that um, – I, I just – Cowboy hat suits me better. I don't like the helmet, you know. I, I put a helmet on for a bit after I broke my face the second time. The surgeon said to me, he goes, look, if you get another knock to the face, it's going to hit them plates and screws and just explode. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um, I run a helmet for a bit, done no good, so I went back to the hat. And um, 
then just oh, last few events, I put my helmet back on, just trying to be you know responsible, getting getting that aid on low, you know. But it didn't work, so I've just gone back to my hat now. But it's just some, you know, like uh, JB Mooney once said, you know, cowboys wear cowboy hats, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a sport. I find that it you can't try and prevent something from happening. If you're going to get hurt, it's going to happen. It don't matter. You can have yeah, you can yeah, have, yeah. you can be wrapped in bubble, bu- bubble wrap. You know, it's, it's mate, just it's not happen, a safe so. sport. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I won't be pushing my young fellow towards it. That's for sure. <laughs> But, um, it's an alpha sport. And it that's is why a we got fucking, you on, mate, and that's exactly why we got you on because it is one of the most alpha things you can do. There like is, those. What's try, what's try the, tell me something that's equivalent to it? Maybe yeah. maybe UFC on us. Yeah, but like, what's what's the maximum weight you'll get these bulls at? That proper get airborne. I think I think the biggest one that was getting around Mississippi Hippie, I think. I think he was about 1300 kilo. Oh. If I th- I think that's off the top of my head, but the average around the average around that probably 800 kilo mark. Yeah, yeah. But um few few a bit heavier, few a bit lighter, but around that 800 I'd be looking at probably. Mate, I, the bloke who's got the job of naming those bulls. That's a job I want. Yeah. How fucking yeah. good's that? Like there's some beauties getting around. Hey, what's some of the good names that, that are getting around the circuit at the moment that you reckon? Oh, jeez. Um, I'm just thinking of, of some of the good bulls, but you got Flying Hippie. Yeah. Um, Black Tuxedo. Um, yeah. Jeez, what else is there? Lock and Load. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, there's, there's a heap of good bulls that, that are getting around. Just yeah, there's yeah, there's some good names, names that way. Like oh, when, yeah. when you go to a radio or whatever, it's, it's pretty good. Like people get pretty creative yeah, when they come up with the names chem- of them and shit. Yeah, Chemical Weapon, there's, there's a bunch of them. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, sick, get, man. Yeah. What do you reckon the best radio is for a party here in CQ, or not CQ, here in Australia, in Queensland, in the current times, for a party? Have we got it, have we got it down packed at Clyby or you, uh, nowhere near it? Clyby gets loose. Like that, 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 that's... That's that's got everything in it. Yeah, there's boring, there's fight night, there's, <laughs> that's right, yeah, that's dancing, right. Like, there's, there's blues that claw up your flat out. But now nah, one of my favourite probably have to be um uh jeez, I don't even know. Down at down at Brizzyway, them Brizzyway ones get pretty lit down there. Yeah, right, oh, down the cities and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cities, pretty that, good. Yeah, they they get they get pretty good, ain't like down yep. the Gold Coast. Coming out of Gatton and those sort of like yeah, the yeah. ag culture uh, ag college, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's prime, mate. Moving on, what? Why don't we give a couple of your, like your brands that you got going a shout yeah. out and let people know where they can find them, mate? Yeah, you done the business venture? Yeah, yeah, jumped on that bandwagon, but um, yeah, Laser T Western. You can catch us on um, Facebook and Instagram, Laser T Western, or our website www.lasertwestern.com.au. Yep. And you're just providing like apparel and that for like Western wear and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, just jumping on that, just just slowly building up. So just starting small and trying to let it build itself. So yeah, that's yeah, sweet, just, mate. Just yeah, working working on it slowly and yeah, getting getting up there, something to venture onto in the future. Well, that's awesome, mate. Like that's literally something that we're keen on promoting as well because like giving something a go in a field that you're passionate about. You know what mm. I mean? Like we're doing this for fuck all. It's just because we enjoy talking to people about stuff, but like like what you're doing, you're passionate about rodeos and passionate about western stuff like that. Like it's it's awesome that you're giving it a crack, man. So yeah, guys, go on, give it a follow. Um, what do you got? What sort of range have you got, mate? Oh, we just got like caps, um, t-shirts, denim jackets, hoodies. Um, just yeah, just just that kind of stuff at the moment, and still yep. working on on venturing out to all aspects of. Of everything, yeah, just see how it goes, see how it takes off. So. Good stuff. Was it was it harder to get going than you thought it would be, or was it pretty simple to, to start off? No, well, I kind of didn't really 
um, mean for it to happen. I just, I just started off. Um, I bought bought into some bucking stock, so um, I had I had yep. a bit of money there. So I thought I'll you know I'll invest me money into something, and um, I got a brand reg- registered through the government, which was a lazy tea. So I thought I'll call me bucking bulls, bloody lazy tea bucking bulls, and then yep. and then I started just doing a couple of shirts for myself and that by that, and then. Few people liked them and that, so I just ventured off. And then I thought, oh, we'll add a bit more money there. So I thought, oh, I'll start a start a lazy tea western wear and and see how that goes. And then kind of things just kind of started falling in place, you know. Like I wasn't even looking for things to happen, but things were just popping up in front of me, saying, you know, they would just go, oh yeah, sweet. That's just kind of sending me in the direction. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of all just just flowing, you know. Like I I really didn't even mean for it to happen. It just can't yeah, be at all organic, uh, but it's just flowing on. That's prime. Yeah, so it's, yeah, whether it's you know just fate, just sending me down a pathway, just rolling, you know, little things in front of me, getting me to notice. Bit it, of good juju, for yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I need, a, I need a bit of that, eh? Yeah, no, that's awesome, mate. Good on yeah. you. I reckon that's unreal what you're doing. And and so yeah, you're, that, you're a sole trader at the moment, or like, yeah, just, yeah, yep. yeah, just sole trader at the moment. So yep. and then yeah, just just working on yeah, building it up and. Seeing if you know if people are liking it, well then we'll we'll go bigger. We'll Venture trust, on, we'll, fucking we'll, yeah, we'll, oh, I'll get them down to everyone. Good stuff, mate. We'll give you a plug with this episode and get people around the lazy tea western wear. Is it mm, good yeah. stuff? And you got your own bucking bulls coming about, or yeah, what's going yeah, on yeah lazy tea bucking bulls, brother. Why don't you give that a shout out? What's happening there? Yeah, I bought some cows, so I got some baby calves on the ground at the moment, and then I got some young bulls there that that um I'm bucking. So um yeah, they're they're really showing some form. So yeah, yeah, pretty excited to see where that. That leads. That's awesome. Mate, I've really been keen to ask you this. Like, how old does a bull need to be before you know it'll turn out well? Or do you only know it's going to, like, be good when you let it out of the chute for the first time? What do you look for? Now, you can kind of you can kind of pick them as, as their babes, I suppose. But around that two-year-old or yearling, you know, we, 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 as weird as it sounds, you know, you go for the pizzle. Yeah, yeah. So if they got a tight pizzle, you know that just shows shows the athletes fast ass tight pizzle. Yeah, so stop it. <laughs> go for that and their muscle and their build and their structure. Yep, you can kind of pick them, but you know you got a loose pizzle thing. They're probably going to be a sulking thing. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can kind of, yeah. There's a few things that you look at. Yeah, good stuff, man. Like I, I know around. Uh, is there a certain breed that you stick with? Like like in in bulls or is it just anything? Well, bulls are kind of their own breed now. You know they they um they got like a you know you got yeah Angus, Santa Trudus, yeah. Brahmin. Well, this you got Bucking Bull, which is just basically Bucking Bull breed. It's a mix of everything. That's, yeah, right. Over over the years and generations, you know, it's just formed its own own, its thing. own thing. So yeah, yeah that's pretty know, cool. I didn't so know that. We're important semen now from overseas and that, and you know, doing the whole whole deal. Yep. People go like, yeah, they go up the Northern Territory, they grab a scrub bull and try to bring it back into rodeo, and like that's sort of wild shit. Well, even here, like, there's heaps <laughs> yeah. of scrub bulls around here. Yeah. Do they turn? Yeah, I didn't know that, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah, look, there's there's a couple maybe, but not not so much. You know, you run them things and they they've never seen man before. Nah, that's right. They've never seen nothing, so you get on them. I'm going up on the place, getting on them. Dog just been swinging off their ears, run them in. They try tearing the place to pieces, and they But you get you get a few that that turn out, but it's yeah. a lot of work. Have you like ever that. seen any that have 
come from a scrubber that's turned into a rodeo bull? Yeah, there's been a few, ain't Has yeah. there? Yeah, there's been there's been a few that get around that that yeah, make. Right. Imagine you're the, te- you're the test dummy. She's the world top fucking bucker. <laughs> no, you want a good clown, rodeo clown. <laughs> Actually, that's something I didn't yeah, think yeah. about. How important is a good rodeo clown, man? Yeah, Savior. No, they're, they're they're real important. You know, when you get thrown from them, you you can't see what's going on around you at all. You don't know where they are. So them them clowns, you know, they they. Uh, they're the ones that, you know, even when you don't know where you're going or what's going on, you know, they grab you and they, they direct you, you know, like they, yeah, yeah. They, and if, they, if it's, if everything's going to go pear shaped, they're the ones that are going to take it all for you. So they're, you know, them guys, you know, we all grow a good relationship with them and, you know, they're. Sure. They're, Who's got the best clowns, bros? Australia, America, Canada? Oh, Americans! Everyone knows that. Them, them guys are yeah, freaks right. over there. But yeah, you know, yeah. there, there's some guys that are getting around here now that that are going to mix it with all. We got the gift of the gab. Yeah, they've they've worked hard to get to where they are. So there's some there's some handy guys in Australia. It'd be like it'd be one of those things where the bigger event you go to, the bigger the everything, eh? Like including rodeo clowns, including the crowds, including the money, everything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the. Yeah, no, that's the game, man. But yeah, so when it, when are you planning? Like, have you got any plans to start? Of a, of a certain time you want to start introducing your bulls to rodeos or is it just one of those things that you, you know, those seeds that you want to plant and just grow in time and see how it goes? Yeah, kind of just plant the seed, eh? Like just, yeah, I'll start taking a few young ones soon and that and um, just for the, like junior bulls and, and so forth, but they got to yeah. grow up to to be able to get in the open pens and that. But, yeah, we'll just, we'll just yeah, raise them up and, and see where they go. Might sell them off to some guys that want to cart them around or, so yeah, force to see what the what the business side of things is doing at the time. Yeah, no, that's unreal, mate. Is there um, what's the best bull you reckon you've ever ridden? Like, as in, have you got any that stick to your mind where you just pumped a bit? Like, you fucking still go, oh, that's awesome. Um, uh, or scared the shit I'm out all... of you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no, there's a bull that scares the shit out of me. Triple six, he's scaring he scares yeah, the shit yeah. out of everyone. But um, no, there's more that come to. Me. Come, come to me mind is more the, you know, the best bull I've been on. You know, I got shit whipped off it, but, you know, I got on, like, Cooper's Comet when I got on him. He yep. went to the World Finals, um, PBR World Finals, went to the NFR, Canadian Finals. Well, that thing about tore my arm off. Like, he's a big, strong boy. And then, that's pretty cool, eh? Yeah, I got on Sheep Creek. Um, just that's more more... More so when it comes to mine, it's just those memorable ones yeah, that, just that you're watching on the big stage and you go, oh, I fucking sat on that thing. Yeah, got pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I got rattled by yeah. that thing. Yeah. What do you uh, tell the girls, mate? You last the eight, but how do you go on the swag? <laughs> <laughs> how do you go about that when you're going, well, last the eight is an iron dub, but fucking. I don't think really go, kind of go up to the bar and say that. I reckon it'd scare them off. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, that's it. But that, that's the next stage, mate. Like, a buckle bunny's real. Like, and you ha- have you had any injuries riding them? Like, I'm sure you bucked a few out over the years. <laughs> They're real, but stay away from them. But Do you? There's a funny story, but just uh, just up at the um, PBR finals in Townsville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corley won the um, Rookie of the Year and got a buckle for it. So we're just we're sitting at the after party having a beer, and he gets this fucking message on Instagram. Hey, I saw you um, won that buckle. Like, good work. Now all um, you need is a bunny to come with it. 
And I was like, wow, I've never seen that before, you know. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. that's that, 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 that level. To Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Level, you know, he, he shows his missus straight up and she's fucking boss, fucking straight on the Instagram, checking her out. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, yeah, he's already taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, you didn't say, oh, he palm her off. I was on yeah. one too. <laughs> oh, fly speed manual, let me out. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, that's funny, man. Um, Mate, what sort of plans have you got for your future? Like, if everything works out for you in the next five years... What are you doing? Where are you at? Oh, look, I'm 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 all looking at you know sticking around here now and yep. um, focusing on my future, my businesses, and seeing what seeing what you know. It's times are unpredictable, aren't you? You don't know you don't know what's going to happen right. next week, next you know next month. You know, with everything going on, it's it's too hard to make a plan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent, man. So you're just hoping for the best, you know? Just just putting a bit of time into your into your brands and into your bulls and just. Seeing what happens, like you got a job at the moment in in town, there, don't you? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm out there operating machines, but yeah, mostly mostly just me sites are set on just um me businesses, yeah, just, just getting them stable and getting them built because I think that's a priority at the moment. Like I said, yeah, it's too unpredictable to be trying to go places. You know, we might not be able to go to the bar soon. Oh, so. mate, <laughs> it's full crazy, on, isn't it? Crazy, like, yeah. amazing. Hopefully, hopefully, it's starting to settle down a bit, like. You know, being out, being able to travel a little bit soon, or, or, or doing a bit of this and that, but it's definitely hard. And like for yourself, mate, like you're airway, Jay. Like you're 27, aren't you? Yeah, 27. Yeah, yep. like is that is that the um, best age for a bloke in rodeos, or what, what's the sort of age? Yeah, where is the peak? Yeah, where is like, the peak? For how long? Age? How long can you keep doing this? Oh, most guys go to oh, Jesus, there's some guys that are late 30s, but most guys you you want to look at early, early 30s. Yeah, um, depending on on how their career went, you know, most guys they'll they'll finish early due to injuries and that. So it all yeah, yeah. it all plays back to injuries. You know, there's there's even some young guys now that are that are getting banged up that you know trying to take time off and they come back get banged up some more so it's, it all comes back to how healthy you can so stay so it's, it's sort of like a lot of sports man like people like come into their primes like late 20s sort of thing that's where I'm sort of getting at like mm. you've been sort of ripped off a couple of really good years you know 20, 25, 26, 27 that's the fucking prime yeah it's it? that's, that's when you are in your prime yeah yeah. it's like yeah. it almost transitioned with UFC 35 year you're fittest well it's, I think I think you have seen the fight and it's a bit later. Like, you get some blokes there that are in there. Like, for example, that Glover bloke mm. who just won the title, he's fucking 40. 40-something. 40 that, that's crazy. That's loose. Yeah, they'll, you kept carrying on. 35 is your fittest. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but fuck. We've got Man. a bit of that's, that's the other thing, too, though, I suppose, is um, all the modern science and stuff, all the ice baths and all these fucking crazy technical things they're going through, like the recovery techniques, all the um, uh, supplements, all this shit. CBD like oil. People are being out, of, being out of last longer, you know, in sports and shit like that. But no, That's interesting, man. But, yeah, so you reckon the next few years, do you, do you have any plans to go back overseas, like, like riding a few rodeos, or do you reckon you'll just sort of... Yeah, I want to I get back over there and... And yeah, give it. No, oh, not so much as hard to crack as what I what I had, but I'd like to go back over there and just more so to catch up with everyone. You know, I've got, right. got basically family over there, you know, and yeah. and the same at the same time, you know, still go go to them events and and still push myself and and still yeah, just still see, you know, still battle it out. But um, how good's that though? Like you, so you still got some people over there you stay in contact with, and that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's no, them, awesome, them guys. You know, I spent years with them. You know, like long time. So. And you know, 
been with them through highs and lows and so forth that, you know, basically call me family. You know, Actually, who, who was fucking over here for a while at Marshy's place a few times we were getting on the piss with? Fuck, I can't remember that his was name. Was it Brett or? Yeah, Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Brett, you little yeah. weapon. Yeah, he was, uh, he was there at Marshy's a few times yeah. or on the piss. Yeah, he loved it, eh? Yeah. I remember before we went over to Canada, you had a... You had a good-looking chiller there for a bit. Then we're going, oh, yeah, Cutter's going to be good. <laughs> Brought one back with you, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll climb your radio again. We're in for a good time, boys. <laughs> yeah, this no. is the quality they're bringing back. Yeah, got tied up there for a little bit. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the best to her. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Well, mate, that pretty much um, wraps up a lot of the chat we got today. But we, we uh, hit everyone with some guest questions, bro. So first one being... Favourite alcoholic drink, mate? What's your go-to? You had to oh, pick one. Yeah. Pick one. I like my Crown Royal, I mean, my whiskey. Yeah? yeah, I like my whiskey, but... Yep, yep. Is that, a, is that like, in Canada, did your drink change? The rye? Nah. It, oh, the rye was, like, the whiskey was big over there, but I've yeah, always, yeah. I've, I've always liked, liked my whiskey over here, like JD and yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. That, that, oh, yeah. that Crown's kind of the top shelf over here, but it, it's, it's, yeah, that's my go-to. Yeah, nice, nice bro. Good shit. Um, have you ever been arrested, mate? Mm. Australia or Canada? Gee, we've had a good run on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking great question. It is. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't. I, I don't think I've. Yeah, I haven't been arrested in Australia, but I got arrested um, twice over over in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So one time was for fuck all. I, I was um, we all out playing golf, and um, we pulled up the servo going to this party. After golf, and um, I get out of the server and I'm drinking my beer. Anyway, this fucking cop rolls in there, flat bicky, gets out, and he's like, You come in. I was thinking, Fuck, someone's robbing this server or something. So I'm kind of just scooting out of the fucking oh, hotspot. He's, he's like, Don't fucking walk away, get in. I can look around, he grabs me, handcuffs me, throws me back in the cop, going, going, What? Someone's stitching me up here, but sure, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Anyways. He um he starts searching this vehicle and I'm going what the fuck is going on, and anyways he gets in the car and he's like yeah you um getting done for having open alcohol in public place and I was like what <laughs> carry on and he goes yeah and anyways my mate comes over Brian Herbie he goes he goes look how about we swing you a couple bucks and you just let him go and he goes what and Brian goes yeah just swing him a couple bucks you know and we'll we'll let him go and the cop goes are you trying to bribe a federal police officer. <laughs> And he goes, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not trying to bribe him. I'm just saying, but we'll swing you a few bucks yeah, if you yeah, yeah. let him go. Anyways, fucking, he goes, fuck off, mate. So Brian's like, righto. So he goes, oh, yeah, I'd search that vehicle and I found eight open um, beer cans, and they all said they were yours. I was like, yeah, you know, you know what happens when you get in the party mode. You know, you can't help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he whacks me with a four hundred dollar fine, kicks me out, and I was going to the states. I think two weeks later, I had to pay that bastard before I got over the border, and oh yeah, got an arrest and yeah, another time, but. Yeah, it was it was bad. Was it? Yeah. Well, what have been? What have been? been oh, Carry on trying to get in America. You got to try to pay off, old mate. So what? Second time, no good. That we was, ain't talking about the second time. Or what are you doing? Second, second time. Yeah, Marshy was with Marshy. Flew back. He flew up and fucking <laughs> um, Marshy. Fucking yeah, he, yeah. I took him on a roller coaster ride. He was with me for not even a day. On the back of a cop car. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, we got we got we went to a bar ride twelve hours away. My mate picked us up and um, rolled up fuck, a few things, scoops yeah, and that. Yeah, we got yeah, fucking. Yeah. Anyways, we got fucking lit and 
come past these fucking cop cars, mate that's driving, he's going, oh, shit, you know, fuck, spaced out a little bit, fucking off he goes, pull up these traffic lights, cop pulls up next to us. Well, fucking, they go, they go green the lights and he sits there and we're all sitting there, just don't fucking move. You move, blink, breathe, you know, the cop is going to see you. Don't fucking... And the light's fuck. green. Oh, yeah. And the, and the cop is just sitting there. And I was like, Dude, man, you got to drive. The screen's like, yeah, but the copper's not going anywhere. I was like, it don't fucking matter, gun. He's sitting there, so just drive. So he's like, yeah, sweet. So he drives. Cop pulls in behind us, fucking pulls us out. Anyways, fucking, yeah, he goes, he goes, oh, yeah, so your boy's been smoking it tonight. He goes, no, sir. And he goes, don't lie to me, son. And Beavs fucking looks at me, and I was like, fuck, I don't know what to say, man. Fucking answer me. And he goes, you know, make it easy if you don't lie to me. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, we haven't. And he goes, puts on his flashlight and puts on his jacket. He goes, what's that? And then he's got your chop there sitting on his jacket. Oh, fuck. Righto. So he fucking gets us out, reads all our rights and that, and he goes to Beavs. So you got any more in the car? And fucking Beavs just turns at me and looks at me, and I was like, he's like, don't lie to me, son. Like I said, you know, it's going to make it worse. So I was like, so he goes, yeah, I've got eight grams. I'm thinking, eight grams? Eight grams of fucking what? Because we don't call it grams here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going, eight grams We're talking ounces, baby. What are you talking about, bro? So what, what, what? And, and meanwhile, this is in like a 1950 Cadillac. Like, it's fucked. It's a shit we got box. bench seats. Yeah. Like... So he ends up throwing it. Meanwhile, it's about minus 40 degrees outside, so he mm. throws it all in the back of a cop car. He says about four or five cop cars there. Yeah, yeah. Tries getting this car, snaps a key off in the trunk. Fucking tries oh. to open the door, it's slingshotting back. It was a show. <laughs> but by the end of it, I got a I got a copper coming up to me going, I bet you're tripping out with all these lights. I bet you're hungry. I bet, I bet you got the money. He's just freaking me out. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm about to get deported. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the next plane back home. Sorry, mum. Fucking back. Is this a copper doing that? Yeah, oh yeah. Fucking Anyways, hell. they end up they end up driving us and dropping us off at the servo, often to buy us a feed off their card, but we're too scared to fucking go, oh yeah, boy, she has a feed, but they were able to fucking with us. And then, yeah, I nearly got fucking stabbed at the back alley of this stitched up place because we're waiting on him. We had to call a mate off the cop's um, phone because he's like, any of you boys got any contacts? We're like, fuck no, we've been here a day. Yeah, and yeah. was like, I don't know, he doesn't have a phone. So they're like, oh, who do you know? I was like, Dace Chisholm. <laughs> so they call Herb up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, they called Dace's phone, but Herb answers. Yeah, yeah. So he's got his phone. I'm on speaker, and I was like, "Oh, hey, Herb, it's Darren, man. Um, is Dace around?" He's like, "Darren, what are you doing? How long have you been back in the country for?" So we rattle off this 20 minute conversation on this cop's phone while he's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> the Aussies goes, are back. Marshy goes crazy. Aussies. Marshy goes to the cop. He goes, "Is your arm getting sore?" He goes, "Fuck yeah, it is." He's like, "Darren, tell him to get Dace to pick us up." So I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck. Herb, need Dace to come pick us up. We're in a bit of trouble." He's like. Oh, what are you in trouble for? Well, the next minute we get on this another 15-minute conversation. Because oh. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we're just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, we ended up getting caught and then went up to this bull ride and they had the SWAT scored on us the next night for fighting and yeah, it was a show. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was been a bit wild, bud. Have you got any other, while we're on that topic, have you got any other wild stories in Canada that stick out to you? Like any, anything that sticks out? Yeah, um, what do we get up to? Um... Mostly just oh, wild side of things on that. Oh, we used to we used to have where I was staying at Sunnybrook. It's a place called Sunnybrook. We used to um, every day just get on the beers and we'd have a bucket at the brook. Oh yeah. So it's called Bucket at the Brook. So one day um, there's a guy that had Mexican fighting bulls there. Mexican fighting Me- bulls. Mexican that sounds wrong. <laughs> and then he, he had mini ponies, mini bucking horses. Yeah. And bucking bulls. So we'd always 
just fucking get on the piss and then it'll just start off with about four of us, four of the boys on the piss and then we'll go, oh, fuck, what are we doing today? We'll go buck some ponies. So we'll go buck some ponies and we'll just start just jamming bucking ponies and that, just piss the snits, <laughs> get us on Snapchat and that and so forth. And next minute there'll be about 100 people to rock up for this massive party and then we'll do Mexican fighting bulls and what yeah, one weekend, you know, it was... That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was just... Do you ever get into your, like, yeah, bare bucks like that? One of saddle bronx and stuff. Saddle, yeah, yeah. Saddle bronx, I did when my head was getting too deep in the bore. I get on a few bronx, but I was never any good at that. I was done it for a bit of fun. But barebacks, I got on one bareback horse, mm. and fucking this thing fucking mowed it across the flat. <laughs> and I thought it was bucking like fuck. And fucking, I get off my shoes there, and just peel. I was get off. I get off, and I was like, "Fuck that thing, buck." He's like, "No, got that ran." I was like, "Fuck it, felt like it bucked." They go, <laughs> they offered me a rear. I was like, "Fuck that, I'm never getting on one of these things again." <laughs> True, so she's a totally different oh, like. Yeah, yeah. But you watch them; they're loose as fuck. Oh, oh mate, just getting thrashed. Mm. Yeah, mate. That's every <laughs> time. I've never seen old chaps are just. Flipping. Yeah, that was a smooth ride. <laughs> <laughs> he's done well, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, he's coming out of the digger's arm shoots. Hold on, his fucking ring gear's tight. Didn't even run seventh. He's lining up in five minutes. Yeah, no, it is. It's <laughs> they loose. are fucking loose. They are loose, mate. Um, what about your favourite meal? You got a favourite cheap meal to go to? Busted, hungover, or just in general? Yeah, like oh, I'm, I'm on the Mexican side. Yeah, Ooh, nice. stop it. Yep. Yeah. No. What do you run, Guzman Nach- Gomez? What are you ordering? Ordering? Oh, nachos, man. I'm a nachos fan. Yep, yeah, yep. Nachos. Nah, nah, I can't agree. Yeah, pretty good. Over eh? the Mexican, we ate a lot of Mexican, especially. She was good over there. Mate. Even, even another level. Even Doritos and salsa, man. I'll, I'll kick that all day. Yeah, just salsa. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's the go, bro. Good stuff. Um, mate, favorite movie genre. Like if you kick back on a Sunday, hungover as fuck. What do you What do you go to? Yeah, it's a toss up between comedy and horror. I like my horror because you know horror keeps you on the edge. You know, yeah. Comedy, comedy gets you. There is a bit of adrenaline in the horror. Yeah, he comes gotta, into your ball riding. But yeah, fuck no, it. He, he comes back. Like yeah, it always keeps on your toes. You know, you always want to watch more. So yeah, yeah. Always I'm a bit of a pussy old maybe thriller. I won't go into yeah, horror. Yeah, <laughs> I don't delve into horror much. No, no yeah, I'm scared. I'll fucking no, I'll carry I'll have a bit of comedy. Well, a bit of comedy, yeah. but yeah, no, that's a go, man. What about, uh, have you got any phobias? Needles, dude. Wait. Oh, Fucking needles, man. I'm the to. same, brother. Here we go. We got the biggest carry on on earth if last I, week. <laughs> if I'm going to get blood taken, man, I've got to lay down or I'll pass out. Fucking oath. Yeah, yeah, I'm, nah. Oh, yeah. That's like this bloke. If I see someone getting blood taken, bulls, I'm out cold. No way. This True. fucking yeah, bullshit nah. on the TV about getting vaxxed up. Yeah, and nah. Smacking needles. I'm almost passing out. Look at the fucking today, tonight. This bloke went to get fucking um, a, a, just a IV put in the other week because he had tap ass. And I can't wait to get Cass to record the actual story that happened. Because it was the biggest carry on earth. Security came to the room because <laughs> there was yelling, screaming, and crying. Oh, and no, it's a big carry on because she's tapping me here on the front of me fucking uh, wrist here, and then she's tapping the almost forearm before me bicep, and she couldn't work out, couldn't find a vein. I was that dehydrated. I had to keep trying to pump blood to try find a vein for her. And she's, I'm not looking, obviously. And dry reaching. Yeah, yeah, I'll dry reaching like throwing up. And I'm trying to, as you go, I'm like, where are you going to do it? Are you going to do it in my wrist or are you going to do it in my biceps? <laughs> and then she did it about seven times and I just oh, freaked nah. out. I was sweated. Like, hyperventilating in the bag. Hyperventilating. She was no good. I'm completely with you, mate. <laughs> Fuck your fucking phobias. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so you got sweat now. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. Fuck your heroin on the hair. You mad? Can't do it. I'll never be a drug addict. Nah, that's right. Oh, that's good, mate. That's good. There's a positive in that. Oh, oh, mate. That's that's fucking funny. It's called meth. You smoke it. Couple couple of needle phobia blokes. Yeah, fuck stuff. What about joke of the day? Taryn, you got any brother you want to hit us with? Start it off. Yeah, I got one there. Um, all right, so you know, there's there's four nuns. You know, they they're going they're going up to heaven. So Jesus is waiting there at the gate, and he goes, he goes, all right, before you can come through the golden gates, you got one question. Have you ever touched a penis before? Just dip that part in the fucking in the holy <laughs> water, and you're good to go through. So sweet, they line up in four. The first one goes, she goes and dips her pinky into, into the holy water. Yep, it's like, all right, sweet, yep, truth, good to go. Rolls through them golden gates. Second one comes through, she dumps a fucking hand in the holy water. Yep, sweet, you're good to go through. Well, fucking next minute, it's a fucking panic attack. The fucking one at the end of the line, well, she fucking runs through in front of the third person. She gets there and she starts fucking... Gets a mouthful of and starts gargling, spitting it out, and Jesus goes, "What are you in a rush for?" She goes, "Well, I'm getting in before this fucking slutty goes and dumps her ass into it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fucking beauty! Good stuff, mate. That's unreal. Oh, it's going to be a bit of a dull one with mine. But what did Pauline Hanson say about euthanasia? What's that, mate? Leave him there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, know. I do. How do you make your girlfriend scream during sex? You clue? fucking call her and tell her about it. <laughs> well, no, that's a that's a great that, way. To that's not a anyway. good tip. That's just a joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. But anyway, shout out to Lazy T Western Wear guys. Go on, check that out. Thanks heaps for coming on, brother. It's been a um, unreal chat having you on. No worries. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, good, good to catch up, mate. Fucking and, uh, yeah, everyone remember to just stay out of each other. Yo. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 